Welcome to the Configure Price Code podcast. My name is Frank Sohn and I'm the founder of NoCPQ Consulting. This podcast is 100% focused on Configure Price Code, also known as CPQ, and will provide you useful insights into this topic. My guest today is Jonathan Mannion. Jonathan is Vice President of CPQ and Quote to Cash Digital at Excelacom. Excelacom is a consulting and technology solution company headquartered in Reston, Virginia and has offices around the world. Welcome, Jonathan, to the CPQ podcast. Thank you for having me. Jonathan, to get started, please tell us a little bit more about yourself, what you did before you joined Excelacom in 2017. Uh, you know, I've been around the communications industry for the last 20 years, uh, and I've uh, been working on in the communication industry in software space. So in the software space, that's known as uh, the BSS, Business Support Software, and Operation Support Software, OSS. So I've been in that space for uh, the last 20 years uh, around consulting, software, equipment management, uh, and helping uh, communication service providers, telecom companies, um, not only in the U.S. and North America, but also globally. Excellent. And I know you're also into some kind of interesting sports, right? So for an American, you're interested in soccer and Manchester City. How did it come to that? How, how did you get interested in soccer? You know, it's a very interesting uh, story of how I got involved in soccer. I, my, my father never played the game. Uh, he decided to get me into it when I was five. Uh, I, I started it. I hated it, and I wanted to quit. And uh, he said, "No, you're gonna, you're gonna love it." And uh, two years later, of course, I was addicted to it, playing every day. And I was lucky enough to get introduced to a, uh, a Portuguese uh, uh, gentleman and player, a very good player. Introduced and would learn, would teach me um, various uh, skills. And uh, I just went home and would work on those things. Years later, after many club club teams and uh, competitive soccer, and, and I was awarded a scholarship uh, to college, and uh, and still and still somehow um, with my knees the way they are, I'm able to play today. Wow, excellent! I mean, this is not uh, just uh, soccer in the in the spare time. This is pretty serious. Excellent, but <laughs> but I know you're also into other uh, sports for, uh, like martial arts, right? How did you get started with that? You know, martial arts was something I was interested in, never had time um, to get involved in uh, when I was a teen and, and in college. And, and uh, shortly after university, uh, I, uh, I got involved in uh, some very traditional um, hard styles of karate. And that evolved into boxing, kickboxing, and, and, uh, and I've been doing it ever since. I think the, the most important thing that it, it allows me to do is not only to uh, uh, be very disciplined and focused and dedicated, um, but also um, um, the way in which it teaches the Eastern philosophy, the um, being in the moment, if you will, And uh, I've learned quite a few things and continue to learn and uh, ever evolving and continue to learn through through martial arts training. So it's been a real joy to have in my life. How much time do you spend each week on, on these martial arts training? Is that something that take, takes up a lot of time? And, and does it, by the way, also benefit your, uh, your, your day to day job uh, in, in some regards? I think it definitely does. Um, being able to stay focused for long periods of time working in, a, in, uh, in business uh, it definitely is uh, the martial arts training is, has helped. 
Uh, but also it's, uh, it's been, I consider it a way of life. I spend anywhere from, uh, six to 12 hours a week, uh, training. Uh, my son is also, um, has been trained since he was five years old. He's now 14 and a second degree black belt and, uh, he still enjoys it. So, you know, I'm, I'm very, uh, very much dedicated to it as a way of life. Uh, and it helps keep me balanced. Excellent. And I think that shows that you are really serious and professional about the things that you start. Now, let's switch gears a little bit and talk about how you got started with CPQ. You know, uh, in the communications um, industry, we've been working with this uh, for a long time. And we didn't always call it uh, CPQ, um, also known as uh, Q to C, quote to cash. Uh, and we've been doing this for a long time and being able to automate that process uh, uh, in this digital transformation has been challenging. And uh, um, But uh, it, here at Accelicom, we've definitely uh, have a strong practice around CPQ and uh, definitely focused on uh, the communications and telecom industry. And how do you work with the Accelicom team in Reston, Virginia? Because that's where the headquarters is and you are based in Irvine, California. Do you have to go to Virginia regularly or is most of the work done remotely? Most definitely. Uh, so we have our, our major offices are in uh, North America and in Europe. Uh, but we have folks uh, working uh, remote uh, globally. And, uh, you know, I'm one of those. We have a major office in Denver, Philadelphia, uh, and uh Of course, our headquarters in Reston, Virginia, but we have remote resources uh, working on projects for uh, large uh, clients um, globally. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it's, it's long hours <laughs> being on the West Coast. I, I work on East Coast hours, so um, we work, I work early and, and, and work late, and sometimes late at night uh, we work with the different parts of the world. So it's, it's almost a 24-hour um type of work schedule but uh but that's you know business today is, is around the clock so you're busy with this t almost 24 hours a day so but what's the most exciting part for you personally right now being in the cpq space at this time The CPQ space is, is extremely exciting, you know, and now it's at a time where uh, the digital transformation has come to fruition. Um, the ability for uh, omni-channel uh, is uh, exciting. And for us in, in the communication space, um, looking for the transitions to um, complete end-to-end -end automation is exciting. And uh, being a part of that uh, where our organization has not only consultants and specialists uh, around the um, quote-to-cash, lead-to-cash CPQ space, but we also have our, our platforms that allow for ease of, of automation for these uh, solutions and for our clients. And now you mentioned a little bit earlier, it was not always called configure price quote or CPQ, right? It was product configuration. So now what CPQ leaders are you following, right? And, and why? So there are firms like Gardner, Forrester, IDC, Aberdeen, and many others, right? So there are a bunch of thought leaders, authors. Is there anyone that stands out or that's used internally at Accelacom to, uh, to tell people more about CPQ? So there's a lot of different partners that we work with, um, consultants, uh, uh, sees around the world, uh, consultancies around the world that are uh, uh, involved in uh, evaluating various uh, technologies and software such as our platform, which is known as Century. 
And we have uh, we also have, are involved in a lot of trade show events. Uh, recently, we were at Mobile World Congress in Barcelona, uh, and uh, met with a, a lot of clients around the globe. It's a great centralized place uh, to meet with uh, folks and, and uh, communication and media service providers uh, around the world. So it was uh, exciting um, to be there. And we are also, we will be at the Mobile World Congress in the U.S., uh, as well as various other shows in North America uh, throughout the year. Excellent. We will have more on this in the show notes so that everyone that's interested in this information can find more about it. Now, can you tell us a little bit more about Accelacom? How big is the company and what products and services do you offer? Accelacom, we're an organization with about 800 people, consultants, experts, and development folks around the globe. We have a development center in Chennai, India. Uh, which houses uh, uh, our teams that support our software and our client software uh, deployed throughout the world. Uh, we also have um, clients and consultants that are on our client sites um, and uh, uh, throughout uh, North America, Europe, um, as you mentioned, Australia, South America, uh, Africa, and Europe. And uh, and we're, we're, again, very involved in the various uh, projects that communication providers are going through, whether it be uh, mobile deployment, um, network deployments, uh, systems, uh, migrations, um, integration, and various consulting projects of that nature. That's how we know them so well. Uh, not only are we working on uh, software, but also processes, best practices, uh, strategy, and, and, and uh, needs of that nature. Uh, when it comes to understanding CPQ for communication providers, that's how we know it so well because we, we've been working with them for the last 18 years. Excellent. Now, I want to learn a little bit more about the Excelicom company culture. Do you do anything special that sets you apart from any competitors or any other firms of your size and in, in your industry? Uh, I think we have a very uh, warm culture and family-oriented culture. Uh, we uh, We... Uh, on a quarterly basis, uh, we get our senior leadership and senior managers together, um, not only for uh, uh, review of uh, various services and, and clients, but also to socialize and uh, build uh, teamwork within our organization. And we carry that along and down to our teams that are regional. Uh, and um, It's, uh, uh, I would say, a team-oriented, family-oriented environment, which I enjoy. Uh, very easy to work with, uh, whether it be from our senior-level leadership all the way down to um, our uh, entry-level business analysts. What are the key capabilities that, uh, you, that the CPQ solution needs from your point of view to provide a great solution for the telecom industry? Uh, the telecom uh, industry, um, which includes communications and media providers, satellite providers, mobile providers, um, cloud uh, solution providers, uh, you know, these they have a lot of challenges, uh, whether they're uh, providing services to residential clients and or commercial B2B uh, clients. Um, so CPQ has a, a lot uh, of, of impact, a huge impact on um on what's going on with in this industry, and it needs to be very complex 
because there are the many complexities that go into providing, uh, for example, commercial bundled services, uh, voice data, uh, video, mobile services. Um, these are a challenge, and, and how do we how do we organize them in the product catalog? That is a major challenge uh, within the uh, communications industry, as well as being able to. Um, orchestrate a sale uh, from uh, lead or service request all the way to contract is quite a challenge. And how do you manage that process uh, all the way through? And that's why um, the CPQ process is so important uh, to the industry. Getting into uh, the many different uh, ways in which uh, customers can buy your services, whether they be residential or or B2B services um, or B2B uh, solutions, they may be going to a physical location to purchase. They may be doing it via the web e-commerce, uh, purchasing through a mobile application and or social media. Um, these, are, these are the types of things that when we talk about omni-channel and ability uh, that CPQ has there is very important and crucial to what we call CSPs and telecoms. Excellent. You mentioned earlier that you operate worldwide. So my next question is, do you focus on specific industries in addition to telecom? Uh, you know, we have for the last, as I mentioned, the last 18 years uh, been focused on supporting uh, communications and media. Uh, communications is, is overall uh, voice, bandwidth, uh, data, uh, mobile solutions. There's also media, which is growing uh, tremendously, uh, and that's a market that's uh, very close to communications, and, and we're doing a lot of things in the media space, as well as expanding into energy uh, and utilities organizations that um, that have very similar structure uh, as uh, communication providers. So we're bringing um, that knowledge and expertise over to that industry as it as it begins to grow. That's interesting. And, and what do you consider the most interesting growth opportunity for Accelacom based on the customers that you are talking to? That's a very good question. And uh, I think uh, the most interesting growth opportunity uh, for Accelacom related to our, our CPQ platform has a lot to do with our latest uh, uh, version uh, and latest release of uh, our Century Next Gen software platform, which is very much an open architecture, uh, low code, uh, zero code, and, and the ability for business managers to make decisions and changes in the systems. It allows for uh, automation of uh, processes, uh, CPQ, and those areas around it. Um, very easy to make those modifications and, and those applications um, uh, for not only the communications industry, but uh, also other uh, industries around it. Uh, for example, uh, we have a module that allows for uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning where you can train the system um, to learn from business over time, uh, how to make a decisions for much speedier quote to cash process. Uh, also, the ability for um, portal, uh, customer service, self-service portal, uh, as opposed to calling into uh, customer service, they can self-service and support their changes uh, that are needed and requested uh, via the system. Uh, the ability for um, for clients to, again, uh, being able to purchase and or service themselves uh, is, is very powerful. 
uh, and for the system itself to be intelligent uh, enough to learn from uh, clients over time so that it improve, it's improving itself. So that's very exciting, uh, and it's a very exciting uh, for us to be able to um, deploy these types of solutions for our customers. Learn more about CPQ today. We have two offerings you probably want to know about. First, we have a free resource, our CPQ Circle Community, which offers CPQ knowledge, CPQ-specific industry knowledge, and CPQ-specific best practices, as well as CPQ job opportunities. Leading CPQ firms, system integrators, thought leaders, customers, and researchers add content here. Check it out today at www.novocpq.com. Go to Resources and then select CPQ Circle Community. Second, we have a paid monthly subscription that keeps you up to date with the global CPQ market. If you are a CPQ vendor, system integrator or a large customer with multiple CPQ systems, you don't want to miss this. Go to www.novocpq.com, look for Services and select Subscriptions to learn more. How does Excelacom integrate with other solutions? Many companies already have customer relationship management systems, enterprise resource planning system, product lifecycle management systems, e-signature systems, and many others, right? So when they buy a, a another system, uh, it's very important on how it integrates with it. What, what do you offer your customers here in regards to integration with these other systems? Uh, so the beauty of, of being in... Um um, the communication industry and working in it for such a number of years, uh, we have uh, been always had the concept of, of integrating with uh, third-party uh, software. Uh, so when it comes to the, the top CRMs that are out there, including Salesforce, uh, Microsoft Dynamics, Sugar CRM, NetSuite, and others, uh, our platform integrates uh, seamlessly. Uh, when you're talking about ERP and PLM and, and e-signature uh of course, um, integration and open architecture is part of our concepts from our, our, our initial generation of uh, our initial versions of software. We started 14 years ago to our most recent um, very low code uh, software uh, platform. Uh, it's very, uh, again, very uh, de much designed with uh, open architecture in mind. And uh, and so we're we're pleased whether it be individual modules or applications that uh, work uh, independently um, they can work in line uh, with the CRM and ERP and and so forth so uh, we're we're that is not a, a hurdle that we have to overcome on many instances okay excellent and just to clarify on the uh, since you mentioned on the CRM side Salesforce and Dynamics so on the ERP side then I guess you also integrate with the most common systems like an Oracle like an uh, SAP and so on right yes we do work with uh, Oracle and SAP and how important is artificial intelligence to your customers where do you use it cross-sell upsell white space analysis so it's a very exciting time uh, related to artificial intelligence and machine learning. Uh, our clients are are definitely asking uh, for this need, and, and we've been developing our solution for the last uh, 
two years. We've been doing uh, data analytics, which is collecting the data that our artificial intelligence software is utilizing uh, for the last 10 years. So uh, when it comes to understanding what is important uh, and what affects the uh, the system the most, we, we know the data that's going into it. So uh, it's very important um, to understand uh, what your end goal is, uh, whether it be to improve your customer support, uh, whether it be to improve your provisioning times and, and speedy to market with your services. Uh, artificial intelligent module uh, helps the systems learn over time and speed up the processes uh, that uh, allow for uh, better customer service and faster time to market. And now, what, what can your customers do or what do you recommend them to do typically to get ready for a CPQ project with you? You know, the understanding, uh, and, it, and it really does depend on uh, uh, the size of the organization and the size of the initiative that they have in regards to migrating to a CPQ. But they have to understand that it's a, it's a phased migration uh, and it's going to take time, anywhere from six months to 24 months. Um, to get to their uh, go live and end goal. So to un have an understanding of what the time takes and also uh, have an understanding of that it's going to utilize internal resources and that there needs to be a, a staff aligned with and supporting uh, and working with an organization as a partner uh, so that uh, the CPQ project can be a, a success. So I assume you talk to your customers in, in the pre-sales discussions about this, but I'm pretty sure there are still a lot of common mistakes that happen during the CPQ project. So what are the most common CPQ challenges that you encounter with your customers? Uh, I think a lot of the challenges has to do with uh, uh, how data is um, today. And, and a lot of the times uh, there is a lot of data and information, uh, for example, in, uh, in your product catalog that needs to be cleaned. Um, and, uh, and that takes time. So the preparation for a successful uh, uh, CPQ project takes getting, making sure that there are all of the uh, uh, requirements done on the front end um, completed prior to phase uh, one beginning. So for example, uh, we often have a phase zero uh, where it's preparation and that can take anywhere from three to six months uh, where we're really getting prepared prior to the start of phase one. And what should your customers consider regarding maintaining your solution? Well, you, the CPQ system, again, um, it's important that uh, you understand uh, the target market and industry uh, that it's going after. Whether it's going after, for example, in the communication media space, uh, if it's a residential client focused uh, CPQ or if it's B2B, um, there's different challenges there uh, and support should be there and, and, and part of uh, the transition uh, to go live. And uh, in that, uh, that also means uh, that there is a best practices uh, and uh, uh, and best practices and processes improved uh, for the uh, for the client deployment as as the, as part of the initial plan uh, when you're looking at a phase deployment and uh, that also includes a, a training and knowledge transfer uh, for deployment and support of, uh, of the uh, CPQ um, solution so uh, when when you're when you're doing this um, You need to make sure that you have 
the right team there to support. They've been there through the whole migration, and they're prepared uh, to support the system as it goes live. Uh, definitely, Excelicom is there as well, uh, and we're here to support uh, our clients uh, uh, during and post-deployment. Uh, uh, so, uh, I, but I also recommend that there is a team internally to that particular uh, client uh, that's there to support the system. When you look forward to the next 12 months or so, what do you think will be the most important capability for customers in the industry you serve in, like communication, media, energy, utilities? You know, as we mentioned earlier, uh, AI and, and machine learning and the ability of that particular module related to CPQ, I think, is going to be the biggest um game changer, if you will, uh, because the ability of its speed uh, speed to automate uh, and improve uh, not only uh, customer service, but also initial um, uh, lead uh, to order is, is probably going to be the biggest impact uh, in the communications and media space. And now one thing I always run into with customers is that there is a need for CPQ education. I'm just wondering, is that something that you're running into as well? And if you do, how do you address this? There's, there's always a need to understand. I mean, it, it, it is a term that not everyone is familiar with. So understanding the, the elements that are involved uh, in relation to configure price quote, uh, understanding of the quote to cash, uh, being able to uh, uh, educate uh, uh, our, our customers uh, from experiences that we've had uh, with uh, existing clients and how we've migrated them. That's part of the process. And uh, I think uh, we... We all can use uh, uh, improved knowledge and, and of this area and expertise. And, and many of our clients uh, are focused so much on their particular business, they don't understand how different uh, for other businesses are working. And uh, this uh, this education is part of our, our process in working with our customers and part of our consultative approach. One other question I want to ask you is something I see from customers quite a bit lately is the difference between platform CPQ vendors and a niche CPQ solution, meaning that the platform CPQ vendor provides more uh, solutions than just CPQ, right? Is that something you're seeing too? And, and what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I believe there are, um, you know, it's an interesting time because you have interesting uh, vendors out there that have CPQ uh, products that are not verticalized with, within a particular uh, industry. Uh, at the same time, you have organizations much like ourselves, which are very focused on the industry and have been in the industry for 20 years, understand uh, how they work uh, aside from the software. And then we align that uh, with the software platforms we have uh, that work, uh, not just CPQ, but also project management modules and other uh, modules that we, we develop as well. We understand uh, um from uh, from start to finish what it takes uh, uh, for a communication service provider to manage uh, the process from a software automation uh, perspective. And uh, these general uh, CPQ platforms are very high level uh, and execute some of some of the um, the challenges that are needed, but uh, in particular, um, the the challenges that come up in the communication industry uh, are uh, very uh, very challenging from one product to the next uh, that uh, can look completely different and has a lot of handoffs. 
um, that uh, it, it, it takes a, a complex consultative approach to understand the process in which it should be uh, handled and then align that with the, the systems uh, and the system, the CPQ system, to be able to handle it in the right process. And that's something that uh, being a uh, technology and consultancy, uh, we have that uh, ability and we bring that value to our customers. Great. So where can interested listeners see the Accelercom CPQ solutions? Are there any events that our listeners should know about? You know, this year we're, we're definitely going to be at the Mobile World Congress Americas. Uh, as I mentioned, we were at the Mobile World Congress in Barcelona um, recently. So we'll, we'll definitely be there. Uh, our, our events are always posted on our, on our website uh, and uh, we're very active on LinkedIn as well. Uh, so uh, if you go to Accelicom.com, uh, you can you can contact uh, our uh, events and marketing organization, and uh, and we'd be happy to schedule some time to meet with you there. Excellent. We will have this information also in the show notes. Now, if our listeners have any personal follow-up questions for you, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Uh, you can get a hold of me at uh, at my email, which is uh, j m a n n i o n at uh, excelacom dot com. Again, this is Jonathan Mannion, and uh, they can reach me at eight five eight four 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 seven four three nine. Jonathan, thank you very much for being my guest today. Thank you. I'd like to thank everyone for listening and hope you learned something interesting today. If you like the podcast, please go ahead and rate it on iTunes or share it with your friends and colleagues. In the meantime, you can find us online at www.novocpq.com. So long, everyone. <laughs>